morning, good morning. Happy Thursday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm in agreement with you. Anybody on the line I'd like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Diane. Leticia, how are you? Good morning, Diane. Great. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I'm going to go on mute and listen to the music. <laughs> All right. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Thursday. Hey, hey, Good have day. a great day. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Thanks for joining us. Morning, good morning. Anybody else chime in? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, good morning. Happy Thursday. This is from Arizona. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else chime in? I would like to say good morning. Good morning, Susie. Susie. Good morning. Uh, can you please keep me in prayer? I've got a doctor's appointment this morning. I am in extreme pain, so please keep me keep me in prayer, please. So I will do. I got you on the list. Thank you so much. Pain is really bad. Good morning, JC. Hi, JC. This is Michelle. Good morning, Michelle. Hi. Good morning, Michelle. From Arizona, this Miss B. Happy Thursday. Thursday. Good morning, Miss B. <laughs> nice to hear your voice. Yours too. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I am your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the call? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning. It's Kenya. Good morning. It's Kenya. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. It's Danette. Good morning, Sister Danette. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. It's beloved Barb. Happy Thursday, everybody. God bless. Good morning, Mrs. Glenda. Good morning, Glenda. How are you? 
I'm doing Hi. great. How about yourself? Happy Thursday. Good. Thank you for coming in. That's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah, that would be appropriate. Um, oh, we forget. <laughs> Good morning. Who might you see? What's your name? Ernie Miller. Good morning. Thank it's Kind Kim and her clients this morning. Have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for joining us. Hey, JC. This is Patricia. This is JC. This is Patricia hosting the call. Oh, this is Michelle. I was just asking you, JC, if we could, um, it's hard for me to ask for this, but to pray for myself for for healing and to pray for Maddie to try to um, get through this and deal with it better um, as far as my illness goes. So Michelle, I got your prayer request now. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What you say your name was? Oh, I was just saying good morning. This is Topaz. I wanted to. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to put it on um, DeclareVictory.org. But um, can I put in a prayer request for my coworker Angela and her two children? Um, they're experiencing um, cancer. One needs um, both of them. They have been diagnosed with cancer. I believe the ages are three and six. Okay. Thank you. You are good. And you say your name Topaz? For the next operator. Did you say your name was Topaz? I'm Uh-oh, the phone, the phone was cracking up, so I, I didn't quite catch your name. So who gave me the last prayer request? Um, Topaz, and um, I wanted to um, put my coworker, Angela, on the um, list to pray for her children. She has two children yeah. that just recently was diagnosed with cancer. I believe the ages are three and six. Perfect. I got that down. Thank you. Very welcome. Did anybody else want to say good morning before I get started with the business at hand? Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. I do, I do. Good morning, Sister. Good morning, Declare Victory. It's Rochelle. Have a thankful, terrific day in Jesus' name. Thank you, Sister. All right. Well, let us get started good morning. with the business. Good morning, Lucia. Good morning. If I can ask if you take a look at your phones and your listening devices to make sure the standard mute button is pressed. We'd like to get started. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. I'm Leticia from Arizona, and I am your hostess this morning. I want to thank Every one of you for joining us here on the prayer line. We're a declare victory. We're a prayer line. 
that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk with Christ. Feel free to invite a friend. They can be blessed, too. Be sure to continue joining us throughout the month of January, where our monthly theme is entitled Seed Time and Harvest. The Declares will focus on the fertile ground, as this is where we all get all of our nutrients as we are journaling through this Christian life. There's one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out. It's a woman's call hosted by Mrs. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Cazorio. The call takes place on the same line from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make sure you submit all your prayer requests on the app. If you don't, you can take the written one. We have three prayer requests that were spoken for this morning. And they are Sister Susie. We're about to pray for her. She has a doctor's appointment today and she is in an extreme amount of pain. We want to pray that she gets some relief and that the doctor's appointment goes well. Second prayer request from Sister Michelle. We'd like to just pray for her and her illness and pray that Maddie is able to cope while they're going through this. Hello. Just give some feedback and take some time to maybe check your phone just to make sure the standard meet button is pressed. The last prayer request is from Topaz. She would like to pray for her coworker, Angela, as she is experiencing quite a difficult time. Her three-year-old and six-year-old have been diagnosed with cancer. Her strength and healing for her as well as her children. Again, you can make sure you check the app because you can put your refer request on the app. They're received in their time allotted. The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane. The declaration will be brought by Raven. After that, we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the order of the call today is the prayer and the corporate praise we brought by The declaration we brought by After the declaration, we'll go into closing comments hosted by Mr. Raven. 
The scripture reader for today is from Matthew chapter 13, verse 37, and it reads, He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the Son of Man. May the Lord have a blessing to the hearing, reading, and doing word. Still, I'm hearing some feedback on the call. Before I transfer it over to the friend, can I actually double check that you? Press your standard mute button as the call is being recorded and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. Thank you again for calling in on this thankful Thursday as I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning, Lord God, speaking your word back to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, you said the word of you, O oh God, is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It even penetrates even to dividing the soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It judges the thought and the attitudes of the heart. Got nothing in all creation is hidden from you. Your sight, everything is uncovered laid naked bare before your eyes, whom we must one day give an account. God, we thank you this morning, Lord God, to allow us to come sit at your feet and lay our petitions before you. God, we thank you this morning, oh God. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love you, oh God, those who are called according to your purpose and your plan. So God, we thank you this morning for declare victory. We thank you for all of those, Lord God, that bring forth the decoration each day. We thank you, Lord God, just for breath in our body this morning. We thank you, Father God, for the use of our limbs, our, our hearing, uh, our legs and feet. God, we thank you. If it had not been for you, God, where would we be? So, Father, I thank you that you are lotion. Now, you're the unchanging God. You're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. So, God, we give you praise this morning. God, search our hearts, oh God. Search our mind, oh God. Our inner man, our most uh, vulnerable place, oh God. God, we thank you this morning for our heart that beats every morning. God, we thank you for your loving kindness is better than life. We thank you that you are our peace. You are Jehovah Shalom. God, we thank you that you are Elohim. You are our everlasting God. So, God, we praise you this morning. We give thanks to you this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for a good night's sleep, bringing us to the dining of this brand new day that we've never seen before. God, we thank you, Lord God just for your love, Lord God. God, we thank you for each other. We thank you, Lord God, for all the things that we go through, Lord God. You are right there with us. And Father, I just thank you this morning, Lord God. I thank you that you are a healer. You are a healer of our mind, body, and spirit. 
God, I thank you for all the prayer requests that have gone up. God, I thank you for Susie, Lord God. I lift her up to you this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, if we just learn how to pray for ourselves, God, in the name of Jesus, you've already given us the, the ability to come to you in in private, to come to you when we any time that we need you, oh God. We all have that privilege. So God, we thank you this morning, Lord God. Let your healing hand touch her from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you this morning, Lord God. I thank you for all of those that are going through health problems. I thank you for all of those who are having issues. I thank you, Lord God, that you are able, you are the great healer. You are a healer of everything. So God, I lift up, I lift up Topaz's um, prayer request this morning. Angela, two small children has cancer. Only you, God, can take that away. Only you can heal those babies. God, I just praise you this morning. I thank you, Lord God, because you are the great healer. You are the God who mold and shape us into your likeness. God, I thank you this morning, God. And I I pray for my own family this morning, Lord God, as we get ready to to lay our loved one to rest. God, I thank you this morning. I thank you, Lord God. Nothing can be done without you. So, God, I praise you this morning. I thank you for the message that's going to come, God, that we apply your message to our lives and walk it out in our soul of salvation. So, Father, we give you praise this morning. If we can all take our phones off mute and give God the praise that he so deserves because of waking us up in each and every morning. God, thank you Hallelujah. We give you praise this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that you've given us the opportunity to come before you this morning and lay out the Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
And in fact, as a coach, I find that we are masterful at sharing this statement um, when we have discussions about behavior, decision-making. Uh, throughout time, we offer advice to those we're connected to, whether it be our kids, our friends, our family, coworkers, even strangers sometimes when we have an opportunity to share or just have a discussion. Um, yet sometimes we personally struggle with really, really, really understanding the full nature of sowing and planting and depositing. Um, but today we're going to kind of dive in a little bit more. And like I said, with the parable of the sower, farmer, whatever version uh, you read your word in, it can be found in two of the Gospels, which are Luke and Matthew. And I'm actually going to be reading from the God's Word translation, um, but I'll also refer to the um, New International Version, I believe, later on. Um, to make a, a specific point, um, and we will be kind of unpacking Matthew's account. And I don't want to assume that we all know what parables are. So in short, parables are actually stories or illustrations that provide relational clarity of a topic or a subject. And Jesus often um, used parables to create these pictures for people to understand because everyone that he communicated with and everyone that um, he taught, did not understand uh, the word of God for what it was. And so he broke it down to a place where the average person could understand and they could apply it to their lives and they could also um, share it uh, amongst their other, their, their, their other, uh, the people that they're connected to as well. Um, and so that's how the message travels. And so in Matthew chapter 13, verses four through nine is really where we're going to hone in on. Uh, Jesus shares this parable then in the following verses, he unpacks the meaning and the application of the actual parable. But for the sake of time and context, we'll be only expounding on verses nine, four through nine. Uh, however, I do encourage you to go and read the entire chapter if you can in your personal study time, even if you're already familiar, just so that you have the opportunity to gain a fresh perspective. Um, and so we'll start here. So uh, verses four through nine, Jesus said, listen, a farmer went to plant a seed some seeds were planted along the road, and birds came and devoured them. Other seeds were planted on rocky ground where there was little soil. The plants sprouted quickly because the soil wasn't deep. But when the sun came up, they were scorched. They were withered because their roots weren't deep enough. Other seeds were planted among the thorn bushes, and thorn bushes grew up and choked them. But other seeds were planted on good ground and produced grain. They produced 160 or 30 times as much as was planted. Verse 9 says, let the person who has, has ears listen. Um, so for those of us who know this story, it's pretty clear that Jesus told this point, um, to point to a specific picture of the word of God and to paint that picture um, and so that the disciples and those people that uh, were there listening could better understand the mysteries of God and how to handle the varying outcomes in relation to the deposit of the word. And so, however, today, um, I want to apply this to basic life concepts and experiences, the things we deal with daily, how we handle them, who we are and where we are in life, um, and how we interact and engage with those who are around us, those that we have influence over, um, those that we have the opportunity to impact, um, because we all have a mission in life, and that is to be impactful. Uh, one thing that we don't want to do is die, and at our funeral, nobody addresses our impact. Um, or if they address their, our impact, there's only negative things to say. But I know funerals are an opportunity for us to celebrate those who are now gone, um, but they, they've uh, spent a spend in life. Um, and the opportunity uh, to have reflection is a space where those who know 
of that person or know of that person can get up and stand and share and reflect on the things and the experiences and the times and the memories they had with that person. And in that opportunity, they have the a space and the liberty to share uh, memories of impact and the things that maybe a person, that person that passed away shared with them and how they um, imparted and how they deposited, how they sowed and how they planted um, ideas and, uh, and, and, and vision into them. And just, you know, that's the opportunity for that. So I want to kind of expand and expound on the sowing, the planting, the depositing, the impartation, um, and all of those things that we will uh, kind of unpack today. So we all have the power to plant. We all have the power to sow. We all have the, the power to deposit, to impart, however you want to um, unpack the word planting. But we have the resources provided from the source himself, which is God, to impart and influence everything that we are connected to, everything that we touch, and every person that we are offered the opportunity to engage with. And so if we examine really what planting is, it'll reveal to us that its true nature is to impart, to influence, and to increase change. That is to impart, influence, and increase change, and that's through growth. Okay, so the only way for us to really, 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 really push an objective of planting is to expect that what we plant will grow. Nobody ever plants things with the expectation that it will not grow. Nobody ever plants things with the expectation that it'll die, right? But the truth of the matter is, is what, we'll plant, what we plant at some point probably will die. However, when we plant dreams and visions, the expectation is that they live through generations. And we are, we've just celebrated Martin Luther King Day uh, just a few days ago, earlier this week. And I was, it was brought to my mind about how he planted the idea of uh, mankind joining together um, and that it not be a separation of race or color or creed, right? But that we would bind together as, um, as a people and to stand for each other and with each other. And so the seeds that he planted of unity and love, honor and respect of each other and our differences while we're yet alike have now grown, right? We don't see all the progress that, that he envisioned, all the progress that he dreamed of, but we do see some progress, right? We now can go into restaurants and dine with white people um, as black people. And now um, as, as, as time has gone on, there's other cultures and other nationalities that have erupted into our spaces um, and we willingly embrace them. Now there's differences in um, gender identity. Now there's differences um, in other culture identities. And, you know, we have uh, other races and things that really weren't prevalent back in the South and during Martin Luther King's lifespan. And so now we're in this day, we're in 2023. We have all these things to look forward to. Um, we have interracial dating. We have interracial marriages. We have um, babies who come from two parents. Um, who are of different ethnic backgrounds, and they've come together. So we've made progress. We've done these things, and it was all because of a visionary named Martin Luther King who saw what he saw, and God imparted into him, and he planted something into him. And so, in turn, um, Dr. King gave it back, right? He said, look, this is my vision. This is what I see. This is what I hope for our people. This is what I hope for humankind. This is what I hope for mankind. This is what I hope for all creation um, that walks and talks on this earth, that we would be able to come together and stand together and love each other and support each other, right? So he used his influence to push the agenda of change, right? He planted a seed, which was the dream, and it eventually revealed to us its true nature. Look, this can happen, right? But it started with a man. And so I don't want to stay on him too long, but I want to um, kind of highlight our roles as planters. We have a huge responsibility and not only to plant, but to understand the power 
of what we plant, right, and to be aware and intentional about where we plant. That's key. It's not just what you plant, but it's where you plant and how you plant it, right? So write this down. You grow what you sow. Those of us who are, who are those of you who are driving, please don't stop. Um, you can get that piece later. But those of you who are, are planted um, <laughs> at your desk, at work, or what have you, you grow what you sow. You grow what you sow. So in this parable, Jesus identifies four types of landing places um, of the seed. And the New International Version says some fell on a path, some on rocky places with very little soil, some on thorns where they were choked, and finally some on good soil. What really messed me up while I was studying was that um, the only good um, that was referred to as soil, right, everything else was referred to as a path, rocky, thorny, um, just everything else but good soil, right, good was a was a reference of the soil. Soil was a reference of what was good. None of the others were good, right? The soil was good because the soil is what um, is necessary to grow, right? We know that seeds cannot prosper or grow unless there is fertile ground. There has to be adequate soil with proper moisture and conduciveness to grow what has been planted. So again, let's apply this principle to our own lives. There are so many times when we have a vision for great harvest or manifestation, like Martin Luther King, um, we have uh, an idea, um, we have a dream that God has shown us through the years, but we're frustrated and concerned about why we haven't or cannot produce. And so um, consider this, perhaps you're doing it wrong, and perhaps you have not yet discovered uh, where you're sowing your vision, and it's where you are sowing your vision is not the space that God designed it to flourish in. Right. Sometimes we connect with the wrong people in life, and like this parable, they come to devour our dreams. Or we cast everything we are into our careers. We get a new job. We get excited about its potential, and because there's not enough soil to penetrate growth, we get stuck. Maybe we're making minimal progress. We hope for more than what we could be provided in that space. And then because God didn't lead us to that job, maybe we went ahead of him and the soil wasn't deep enough, so everything goes wrong. Or maybe we planted ourselves in a relationship that we shouldn't have been in, and after a few years of honeymooning, um, the real them showed up and realized that that's not it, right? Every idea and every aspiration was killed in that relationship by the thorn bushes in that relationship, and it may have choked the life out of what God said about us. Maybe that's the situation that you're in. Maybe that's a scenario that sounds similar to you. And if these scenarios um, you resonate with, maybe you should not only consider what you've sown, but consider where you've been planted and how to adjust your deposits, right? So many times we get excited about what we've seen. We come to the new year pumped about a fresh start and the opportunity to do new things, dream bigger, gain better habits, and just be happy, if you will. But forget, sometimes we forget that it's not the excitement that will get the job done. It's the commitment to where we plant what we sow and how we deposit. It's very important for us to identify that not only what we do, but how we live our lives, our representation of what we plant, what we sow, what we deposit. Uh, even even in our, our engagements with people, there may be platonic engagements, but I find it very important and valuable that every time I have the opportunity, no matter who I'm talking to, my goal is always to make a good deposit. I don't have to know you to do that. Right, because we never know the lasting impact that what we say, what we do, and how we are 
um, has a lasting impact on that, the person that we're engaging with, the person that we have an opportunity um, to speak with. And so I try to use every opportunity that God puts it on my heart to say um, something good, right? Something that the person that I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with um, can remember um, in the lasting years that, hey, they may not even remember my name because my name is not is what is uh, of the value, but in that moment, the word said and the word spoken. And I was reminded of a situation um, a time uh, several years ago, I um, I was under a lot of stress and I was just like freaking out. Like I didn't know, like I was just in a really, really dark place. Um, and this was maybe about five years ago. And it was just really hard for me to see ahead, right? And so I took a long walk. I walked maybe for about two miles. Um, and then I went and sat down in front of a uh, Verizon wireless. It was kind of like an outdoor, um, uh, not mall, but it has like several stores with like Froyo um, Verizon, and there may have been like a Chipotle or something nearby. Um, and so I was just sitting there and I was just praying and just kind of meditating and just, you know, asking God for direction. Like, God, what do I do? Like, how do I adjust to um, who I've presented myself to be to make better of, you know, what I'm dealing with? And a random person, this lady comes up to me and she starts telling me about, um, she just, I, I didn't, I've never, I've never seen her before. We, she's white, I'm black. And so I don't have a problem that didn't bother me but what really struck me was that I began to listen to what she was saying but not for what she was saying but for the depth of what she was getting to and what she started to talk about was um uh you know she she asked me was I married did I have family and I said yeah you know I'm not from this area at the time where I was at um and I was she could see that I was frustrated and I was concerned um I imagine she didn't say that but the thing that she said really struck me and it stuck with me all through these years. I can't tell you what that lady's name was. She did introduce herself, but her name wasn't important. The message was. And so I'm going somewhere here. And so we begin to talk and she, I just listened um, and I allowed her to elaborate. And she said, you know, sometimes um, when you are getting on a plane, the plane does not immediately go to full speed. It takes an incline and there's a slow incline. There's steps that has to be that steps that have to be taken in order for the the uh, the plane to gradually make a progressive point before it hits a point where you're sailing, right? And so I took that um, very not very literal, but I took it uh, metaphorically to say, um, in relationship to what I was experiencing, that sometimes we go through situations in life, and it takes a little bit of 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 of, of a push to get to the place that we want to get to. But once we get there, we're there and we have nothing to worry about. And so what does that have to do with planting? I said that to say, you never know what seeds you're planting into people, right? What she didn't realize is that that message and that, uh, that impartation will follow me throughout my life. Um, and so I begin to think about it, even as I go through things now, um, I always consider, oh man, what that lady said. And the, the, what makes the situation even more um, great was that the lady was drunk, y'all. I mean, she was plastered. And and I didn't take, oh, she drunk. She don't know what she's talking about, um, you know, as as a literal offense or um, that she wasn't worthy of, of, of me listening to her and she wasn't worthy of me um, gaining some knowledge from her. Um, because sometimes the planting and the planter comes from things that we absolutely don't expect. Sometimes people sow into us so into our minds and they impart into us and it's completely different um, than what we imagine or 
completely different than what we thought or completely different than what we thought God would bring forth to us. But if the fact that if God can use a donkey, if God can, um, if God can use a rock, if he can, um, if he can use a, a, a goat, if he can use a horse, a donkey, anything, if he can use inanimate objects, I can't put boundaries in. Um, um, I can't put fences and, and guards around um, what he can use through other people to impart into me. And so throughout this time, throughout the years that I've grown, I remember that. And so I said that to say we have to be considerate of not only what we're planting, uh, where we're planting, and how we sow or deposit, but even those that are planting or trying to make deposits into us. Sometimes we reject based on what looks different than what we are used to. And so instead of saying, God, I accept your will for my life, but God, um, I accept, well, come what may, right? If you bring um, if, if you bring a bird and it let it sit here um, and I, I'm just staring at the bird's wings and you bring and you, and, and you impart into me based on how the bird lands, God, do as you wish, right? And so we have to get into a space where we're not so caught up in the delivery, right? But we are accepting the message. We are accepting the plant was being planted into us. And so God uses, or Jesus used these parables um, to really, really um, to create a space where uh, the message can be accepted. And so write this down. Anything I deposit um, I can be withdrawn. And I know this might sound funny. Like, why would you say that? Anything I can deposit can be, I shouldn't be taking back what I do or what I say. Hear me out. Anytime we give something and we later realize because this is real life scenarios. Anytime we give something and later on we might realize, hey, this is not right. It's not going well. You know, it's exhausting me. I'm not, this is not healthy for me. This doesn't feel good. I don't believe God's hand is on this. I can't grow here. I'm committed, but hear me out. I'm committed, but I'm getting unhealthy results. I'm giving much more of myself than I'm receiving. All of those things. If you've said those things in a situation, please don't convince yourself that it has to stay that way right? Be it a relationship, um, be it a job, right? It may have served its purpose for the time being. Adjust and feel free to recommit at a pace and a place that can produce greater results. Our objective is always to look for results. If my results are not um, what God showed me, then there may need to be some recalibration, right? Maybe I'm not planting in the right space. Maybe I need to be replanted, right? Maybe what I'm sowing it's not being it's not being sown in fer fertile ground, right? Maybe it was amongst the, the, the little tiny bit of soil, and I, I got excited because I saw a little soil, but I didn't say, God, is this where I should be planting? God, is this where I should be sowing? Is this where I should be depositing? Even if, if it's depositing in other people or even in yourself, because sometimes I feel like we are so busy trying to plant things around us. We're so busy trying to nurture things around us. We're so busy trying to sow and deposit and impart into people and things around us that we forget about the responsibility that we have for ourselves. God has given us the ability to plant seeds, to sow seeds, to impart things into ourselves, to make deposit into ourselves. If I can't uplift myself, it's impossible for me to be successful at uplifting and imparting and depositing and sowing and planting into someone else's dream and their vision. And so in, in lieu of that, I find it so easily disturbing that a lot of times, and this is no shade to, to, um, to careers, um, because we all need a career, right? Whatever the career is, if you have a, a regular nine-to-five job, or you're an entrepreneur, or you're both, or you're Jamaican, or you're Jamaican, whatever it is, there is a reason you're in that space. Now, what we cannot do is get caught up in spaces where 
we're sewing into the dream of other people and that's it. We forget about ourselves, right? These CEOs and the, the VIPs and the, um, the, um, the, the vice presidents and the presidents of these companies that many of us work for, we're building their dream, right? They driving around in Bentleys, they driving around, um, they live in these large houses and things and we are sowing our time, we're sowing our energy, we're sowing our lives and our efforts into building their dreams. But many of us forget about ours. We forget about what, what needs to be planted. We forget about what God planted in us, but not only what he planted, but what he plants, he expects there to be a manifestation. Well, there's not going to be a magical osmosis of a manifestation. God expects that, hey, I've given you the, the, the resources. I'm the source. All you got to do is hit me up and say, look, what are we doing, God? How are we getting there? He's already given you the vision. The dream is what has been planted in you. Like, like I mentioned Martin Luther King earlier, like God gave him a vision. He gave him a dream, right? And so in order for the manifestation to happen, there had to, had to be a commitment to the dream. There had to be a commitment to the seed, right? The seed has to be committed in the soil in order to produce results. So my kids, um, I have four kids, and uh, they like to do things. Everybody's kids like to do things, and I'm, I'm saying that very vaguely because that's what kids do. They do things, all the things, things they shouldn't do, things they should, things you don't want them to do, things that, ooh, Jesus, I have four kids. My oldest is turning 13, my youngest is turning seven, and my boy, he is five, and my this baby girl, she's three. And so um, if you would, make sure your phones are on mute because um, I just heard something there. So uh, what, my kids, so a couple of months ago, uh, my uh, my second girl, she decided that she wanted to eat her apple and plant some apple seeds to grow an apple tree, okay? And so what she did was is um, all, actually all four of my kids went out, and they took maybe five seeds. Um, and hear me, my daughter thought that if they put more seeds together, the tree would grow faster, right? And so there's two things. There's two. This is a two-fold story. So the first thing was she thought if she put – Multiple apple seeds together, you'll get better results. Apples will grow, apple tree will grow faster. Second thing she thought was, is that if I keep coming back every week, I'm going to see progress. Okay, if I come back to check on what I planted, I will see progress. The third thing um, she thought was that it would grow over that period of time. She didn't think about season, right? And so I know that there are seasons of planting, there are seasons of growing and there are seasons of manifestation or harvest, right? And so I said this, I shared this story to say that she was disappointed to find out um, to this day the tree, the, the, the apple tree is not growing, okay? And so the Holy Spirit revealed to me that not only did she have, now the good, the good was is that she had a moment of expectation, right? This didn't let her down. She kept going back to check. The revelation was that that is how we are sometimes in our lives. God gives us these resources. He gives us things. He gives us these visions and these dreams, and we get so excited, right? And we think that the more we pack onto this thing, the more we develop it, um, and the more we kind of hold on to it, and then we put it in the ground to grow, we have an immediate expectation to see immediate results. And that's not how things go in life. Okay, we can't keep coming back to check on it every week to see, hey, God, how's it going? He don't need us checking. There is a reason why we plant and that there is a process and that there is a season of growth and there is a season of planting because there's, there's a time 
there's a time for planting, right? And it, it has to be in season. What she doesn't know is that tree is not, even if it does work out, it ain't coming out right now. It's not, it's not the season for that to happen. But what she does have to do is practice patience, right? And, 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 and we have to practice patience as God gives us these things to plant but that we not only wait, but that we nurture while we wait. So how do we nurture while we wait for what we planted? Well, we water it, okay? And so my daughter, when she thought that, okay, I'm going to just plant this and I'm going to go on about my business. I'm going to just keep checking on it periodically. But while obviously it's not going to sprout now, she doesn't even go out to water it, okay? Anything that we plant needs to be nurtured. It needs water. Soil is not the only thing that helps that that creates a conduciveness for growth. I know conduciveness is not the appropriate term, but we're going to work with it today. That is not the only thing that is necessary. Good soil is not the only thing that's necessary. But when God says, let the person who has ears listen, the listening is also a key point. So God, you showed me what to do. You told me what to do. You gave me examples of where I don't plant. You gave me examples on where I should plant. And, and how I can plant, because all of this is in this parable, granted it is to speak of um, the word of God and how we uh, plant and, and produce with that, in that space, but it also speaks to our personal life, right? What we plant, how we plant, and where we plant, but that we have an ear to listen to what God is saying when we plant, right? God, after I plant, what do, after, I, after you give me this vision, and I write it down because I'm going to write my vision down and make it plain because if it's not written, it's just a dream, right? It, it, I can't, this, this vision cannot be manifested if I don't have it written down because I can't see it, right? I have to see it before I see it, but I also have to actually physically see it, right? Because I can't keep track of something that I cannot see. So as you planted this vision and this dream in me, God, what do I do? Well, now I need to listen. After I've done, after he's given me all of the, the insight on where I plant, and where I, where I avoid planting um, what he's given me, now I need to listen. Okay, so what's the next step, Scott? That's how I'm approaching the situation. So one thing I know about planting is that sometimes repotting a plant can be absolutely way more beneficial to the prosperity of the plant than leaving it to suffer and die. And a lot of times um, our ultimate goal um, is and should always be to plant and be planted in fertile ground. We established that. It's got to be fertile ground. So if you realize, hey, this is not working out, well, what do you do? Because sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we did not seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness um, be added unto us. Sometimes we miss that step. We miss the seek ye first, okay? And it says first, right? We miss let, let the person who has ears listen. We miss that, right? Because we're so focused on what kind of ground we're, we should be sowing in that we forget to hear God um, post the sow, right? Post the sow. We forget to hear God after that. And so um, I find it that there is value in um, not only being the ground being fertile, but that we may need to sometimes um, pick up what we planted and repot it. Uh, my grandmother, she loves plants. She has a lot of plants in her house. And sometimes um, what she'll do is she'll put it in a pot and kind of get it started and um, allow it to grow a little bit. And then she'll take it as it gets to a certain stage, then she'll pick it up and put it um, in another pot where, that is more conducive to the growth. Because typically the first pot is smaller because at that point the seed is small. Okay, it, follow me. The seed is small. It has not produced anything yet. But as it starts producing, 
the, the area around it has to expand. There's got to be more space for the vision. There's got to be more space for me as I grow, as I grow in God, as I grow in my career, as I grow as a mom, as I grow as a wife, as I grow as whatever space that I'm in, as I grow as a friend. Um, there has to be, I have to, the boundaries have to be bigger. They have to be expanded. There has to be more room for my wings uh, to, to flap, right? I can no longer be in a cocoon. Where I'm planted may not be my final destination of growth. You're not hearing me. Where I've been planted may not be my final destination of growth. That not, might not be where I land, right? So if you think about the plane, where the plane starts is not where the plane ends. Man, y'all not hearing me. So where it takes off is not the final destination. So what God gives me, that's not the end. The end is the manifestation. So the dream is what you plant, right? The plant, the tree, whatever, the fruit, those are what, it, what becomes the manifestation of what God has shown or given us. And I'm wrapping up. So as, um, as a mom, um, I know I have a responsibility, and those of you who are parents on here, we all have a responsibility to impart, influence, and promote change through growth with our kids, right? So I, it's, it's, very, it's very vital that we be intentional about the things we say to them, and how we live in front of them, because the seeds that we sow will grow, right? Um, and, and how we move can be considered as a seed planted, right? So it is very important that what we do, who we are, uh, what we say, everything that we are is a seed. And so we have to consider how much of an example of a good example we're being in front of those we have great influence over. Anybody you're connected to, you have influence. In. You have influence in their space. The moment you open your mouth, what am I going to say that influence, influences change in this person's life, influences a dream to be ignited, influences a vision uh, to be pursued? Anything that I say, anything that I do, any space that I move in, I want to be a viable asset. I don't want to be the person always withdrawing. I want to be a person that is able, capable, and, um, and in a space to provide deposit. What I put in is what I'm gonna get out. If I put more in, more is gonna, if I put more in, I can receive more. And it may not come from the same source. So say I plant here, right? We talked about roots yesterday, and we talked about how sometimes when, when, um, when, when the tree, um, it grows older and it becomes more mature, the roots tend to grow deeper, and that is to be expected. And depending on the type of tree and how long the tree has been there, it's very difficult to just kind of pull that tree up and move it um, and put it somewhere else uh, in, any, in any aspect. Um, but sometimes we find that um, as, as, as gentrification happens and as, as things change, um, in our in our um, in our cities, sometimes they pour concrete to create streets and things over large uh, trees that have been planted years and years and years ago. And then uh, a couple of years later, you might see that the tree is bustled up the ground, bustled through the concrete. Um, and so, in that, I wanted to uh, kind of point to the direction of that's what we need to be. We need to be unmovable. We need to be unshakable. No matter where we're planted, our roots have the ability to impact the future right? Where we planted affects where we go. Where we are planted affects how we impact those people around us, our decisions for the future. You can't just um, mysteriously become rich, right? We don't, that, that, that's, not, that's not something that happens. Osmosis doesn't make us wealthy. What we plant makes us wealthy. What we plant uh, makes a decision for our future on how prosperous we become. And it doesn't have to be financial, 
But health-wise, if I decide I'm going to the gym, my expectation is that I'm going to see some results. It's unrealistic for me to think that tomorrow I'm going to have um, a six-pack. Absolutely not, especially if I know how much bread I like to eat, right? So we, as I close, I want us to be considered of what we plant, where we plant, what we sow, how we sow, uh, 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 what we deposit, how we deposit, and where we are planted, sown, and depositing. Those things matter the absolute most. And wherever we see that there's a moment to impart um, and that our impartation has the, the audacity to impact somebody around us, speak well, right? Sow the seeds that will grow, um, not the ones that will get choked out. Be conscious of where you are and who you are in different spaces because one space may not be the space that you plant your seed and expect um, the harvest, okay? If we plant our seed here, God, okay, when do I expect my harvest? I know it's not tomorrow, but how do I prepare for the harvest? That's it. So, Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for your impartation. We thank you for the seeds sown, the seeds planted, and the seeds uh, deposited into our lives. And I ask that those um, who are here, that they did um, have an ear to listen and that um, these things that we discussed or that we will continue to discuss in Love, Life, and Victory um, would inspire someone to dream again and remember who they are and where they are and how you've designed them to be planted in fertile soil and good soil, God, and ground um, that will produce and manifest greatness in them. And so we thank you, praise you, and honor you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now we are moving into Love, Life, and Victory. This is the portion of the call where we get to interact and engage with each other. Um, if you want to share points, if you want to just say um, a good morning greeting, or if you just want to be silent and listen, all of those are welcome. And so today we're going to allow the gentleman to step up first. If you've missed an opportunity to say good morning, this is your opportunity to say good morning. If you want to say hello, if you just want to respond, to declare anything of that nature, we're going to let the guys go first because as women, we know we like to just be a little long-winded sometimes. So this is that opportunity. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, Raven. Good job again. This is Jr. Hey, Jr. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Declare victory. God bless you all. Great declaration, Raven. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. This is Cedric. Very inspirational, Raven. Thank you. Good job. Good morning, Cedric. Thank you so much. Good morning, Mrs. That was wonderful. Thank you so much for your share. Absolutely. Good morning. Thank you. God bless you. Good morning, Raven. It's the kids. Awesome share today. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Good morning, friends. Good morning, Raven. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your declaration. Have a blessed day. Absolutely. Good morning. Thank you so much. Good 
All right. Good morning. I'm sorry. This is Gloria. Go ahead. Gloria. I'm sorry. Hi. Good morning, Gloria. God bless you. I appreciate you. You just bless my heart every time I hear you teach, and I am just so, so, so thankful to God for you and for you allowing him to minister to, through you. Um, and, and, and your declaration really helped me to even focus even more on how you prepare for what the harvest is that's coming. So thank you so much. I'm going back on music. Thank you, thank you so much. Good morning. It's Krishonda. Great declaration. Your sound is always so refreshing. Um, thank you for part two. Um, you hit it out the park yet again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Krishonda. Good morning. Have a wonderful day as well. Good morning, DV. Anybody want to share? Anybody just want to say good morning? This is hey, the right, time and morning. opportunity. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Good, good morning. Christina Joy. I thoroughly enjoyed this um, both days actually a back to back with you. So just God bless you. Um, thank God for gracing you the way He has to share so diligently and accurately what He impresses upon your spirit to give us. Thank you so much, Charvis. Good morning. This is our opportunity to say good morning, or if you want to share, or just want to get some feedback, or um, anything that maybe the share struck a chord and um, God just spoke to you and gave you a revelation about something. This is the opportunity right now. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Miss B. Thank you for your good awesome. Morning, good morning. Beautiful declaration, Raven. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning again, Raven. It's Kenya. I got to hop off. I just wanted to say you did it again. Another fire, fire, fire declaration. Hey, Kenya girl. Good morning. Thank you so much. Okay, I think that person was going off. So I have a, um, I have something that I want to kind of uh, put out here, um, and um, we can kind of flow with that, or we can continue um, as we are. Um, but I just wanted to say that um, I know there was something that I shared with you guys about depositing whatever anything you deposit can be withdrawn. Um, and I want to. I know this. We're all in a season of. We're still kind of in a pandemic, um, and it's not the height of the pandemic, but we're still in the pandemic a little bit. Like COVID is still out here in these streets. And so I know that I found myself um, kind of as we were coming out of the outskirts, into the outskirts of the pandemic, um, that I, I began to make um, overcommitment um, and, 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 and giving myself um, not enough grace um, to withdraw, uh, if you will, the commitments or the things that I've been planting um, not feeling like it was okay to repot or it, it wasn't okay to even even though I was committed that I was getting unhealthy results because of um, not my own um, doing but just the environment right and so I want to make sure that I'm clear that um, it's okay to withdraw you know if you feel like what you're planting is not producing healthy results it's pull back a little bit 
Um, it doesn't mean that you have to stop doing what you're doing, but it's okay to retreat a little bit and still be committed. It doesn't change your commitment. What changes your commitment is say, I'm not doing this no more, okay? Um, and that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is to reconsider um, the value in what you've committed and, your, and to um, address, is this providing healthy results? If it's not providing healthy results, by all means, hey, I made a mistake, this is not going to work for me, but it's, it is just not, not that it's not yielding, yielding healthy results, but that this is too much for me right now, but I would like to still be committed. I'm going to find a better time, or I'm going to put it on just a pin in it for now, um, and maybe revisit this in a couple months. It's okay to do that. Don't feel like just because you've planted right now um, that that's it. That's it. That's all. Um, sometimes we have to recalibrate, we have to reevaluate, and we have to reestablish. Okay? The door is open. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Raven. It's Rochelle, girl. Once again, I thought of that. Thank you for your teaching. Um, I like what you said that remind us that you grow what you sow. Um, that helps me just to continuously be mindful of, um, you know, when I'm speaking to my children or my husband or mm -hmm. my, you know, just people in general, just even in public, actually, um, about what you speak, how you speak, your tone. Um, yeah. I, yeah, God definitely um, doesn't do anything um, just to be doing it. It's all intentional and it's all for purpose. So thank you again just for reminding us, you know, just to be careful about, you know, what we put out in the atmosphere as we talked about yesterday, um, because not what it, what you just said, it may, um, you said don't be, uh, you know, that you can't take it back. I also look at that is sometimes you sow and you're going to need to go right back to that nourishment and get what mm -hmm. you need to nourish from that same yeah. place that you sowed. Um, so, yeah, great, 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 great. Appreciate you. Love you, sis. Thank it's you so much. Love you, too. Yeah, it's, it's important. Yeah, it is definitely important to know that um, we grow what we sow because, like we talked about roots yesterday, um, where we plant, that's gonna be the that's that's gonna be where where the roots start. You know, it may not be where they end, and so we have to be careful where we plant and how we plant, um, especially when it comes to our babies. And they may not be our children, but any children that are around us that we have influence, um, we have the ability to impact um, because they're our future, right? They're gonna have their own seeds to plant and their own roots to grow. Um, and we want to make sure that what we so impart into yeah, them this and is the examples that we. Uh oh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. You you just hit a nail. You just hit it on the nail. I'm sitting here listening to you, and um, I always had this statement from an artist that I really loved, and it said, "Bloom where you're you are planted, or grow where you are planted." And That's you know, great. a lot of times I always looked at that, and I always, you know, thought because a lot of stuff has happened and gone on, you know, in my life and everyone's life that we, you know, we all go through stuff, and um, you know, and then realizing that you have you do have to grow, like what you're saying. You sometimes you have to adjust accordingly. Um, to how life changes, seasons change, and you just hit it with my Maddie because I'm at a stage in, in my life where um, I, I'm I'm very ill and um, it's not looking good. And so I was reflecting, and the hardest thing for me is is that when you get your kid to a point where you know they're moving on and they're becoming young adults and she's finishing up college and I worry and she's having a really really hard time with this and she's trying to get through the last 
trimester of school and I'm the only thing she has. It's funny how you say that because I had wondered, and, and I'm sorry for going on for so long, but I'm trying to find the words to to say it. I had wondered for the, for the longest time, I think, as a parent, when you have young adults and she's 22, but, you know, you always think of them as being little. Everything that I have taught her, it, it, does she know? Like, is, is, is it going to... Is it going to reflect back in the mirror at some point in time to me that she's she she got it, and she did because we had a long conversation the other day on the phone, and I had we were talking about you know where she's at and how you know I just said I don't want you to ever feel like you know you see someone that has more than what you have and feel sad and I always try to do the best I can for you and I'm so proud of you for paying for your rent and working so hard at, at college and doing all this stuff and she said. Mom, I've never felt that way ever because you never raised me that way. Mm. And it just hit me really hard, right? It hit me like deep down in my soul because because I needed that. I needed to hear mm. that to have some peace of mind with her. That mm -hmm. even if I'm not here anymore, I know that she's going to be okay. Yeah. Because of what yeah. I taught her, right? Mm -hmm. What the seeds I planted for my child was way mm. more important seeds that I got for myself. That's good. That's absolutely good. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you. The kids are, your, are the future. Yeah. Right. Right. And I did it. She's got it. Yeah. It's important for us to I um visualize the fact that as parents, we're the we're the we're the planters and our kids are the seeds and what they grow is the harvest, right? So it's important for us to identify what we're planting in them because at the end of the day, the harvest, we're going to see the harvest and are we going to reap a good harvest or are we going to be upset that what they produce in life is not beneficial to themselves? Well, what, what, what did you plant, right? And so that's, that's key. That's key. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Anybody else want to share? Yes. Good, good morning, uh, Raven. You you served us up so much. Uh, you were a, a platter this morning. Oh my goodness, man! Um, the plane, you know, you the, the 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 lady that that came up to you and you said she was could have been under the influence, but you know, she was still able to deliver a message. You know, the plane taking off and and oh man, uh, all of, I was so much you gave us this morning, and it's like okay, Jeff, you 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 can plant seeds, you know, and and other folks, you know, and support other folks' dreams and stuff, but don't forget to to plant seed and nurture in yourself. Right, yeah. and it, yeah. and you you mentioned the gym and in in that six pack, right? And you also mm -hmm. Jeff wants some immediate results, and man, <laughs> I gotta get back into the gym. I ain't been to the gym in about four months, you know. Yeah. And my wife said, "Baby, that don't look good." I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I mean, and I've been eating up everything. <laughs> look, it's hard out here yeah. in these streets. Food is good. You know, <laughs> so yeah, you know, Jeff Jeff wanna sow in back into himself, right? 
And That's good. I mean, you you just served us up so much this morning. But you know, God was just telling me, say, Jeff, you planted in some good soil, right? And declare victory. The, the the soil here in declare victory is so rich, right? Mm-hmm. And it's nutrient, and it is producing uh, a harvest. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, because it, it, we have so many declarers come on, right? And, and mm-hmm. they, you know, they do declarations, and they 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 feed our spirit. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm this line. Oh, I'm I'm so blessed from this line, and I'm 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 grateful that God has planted me here yeah. on this particular prayer line because there's other prayer lines that I've you know a, you know fellowship on and stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm planted in my church home where I you know the soil is rich. And I, you just served us up with so much this morning. Oh my God! I, I want to be a blessing to you this morning. And my my wife is not on the call this morning, but uh, I'm gonna have my wife get in touch with Dion so that um, she can get your your cash app or Zelle or whatever. I have, I I ain't in you know technology and the phones and stuff. But I'm a I'm a sow a seed this morning, and as soon as my wife get up, I'm gonna have her get in touch with Dion, so um, they can y'all can connect and get your your cash app or Zelle, however it go. And I'm a sow a seed. I want to be a blessing to you this morning. I just thank you wow, so thank much you so for much. your declaration. Absolutely, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Hey, hey, good morning. Oh, hey, hey, Sarge. Good to hear your voice. Uh, there are two things. One is is that I didn't say anything because Raven is my blood niece, like we share DNA. And the Lord, <laughs> it's so funny. I said, you know, we need to sow into Ray. Like she dropped it this morning. It was fire. I started to text Tion and say, hey, that's my niece. But I didn't. Um, and so, Raven, what's your cash app? What, how how can people give to you? Go ahead and give it. Mm. All right. I know. It's okay. Just go ahead and give it. We're talking about seed here this morning. Let people sow into you. What's your cash? I got it. Well, I'm just trying to okay. let it's, you do it. It's so Raven, um, S-O, and R-A-E, like Elliot, V, like Victor, Y, N, like Nancy, so, so and my first name. S-O, not so like so into the ground, but S-O. <laughs> oh, and that's for all of them? That's Cash App and that's Venmo and PayPal? Um, No, that's just my, that's my Cash App. Um, My Venmo is, let's see, Venmo. And we can post it in the Victory Room too, but I know there are some people that um, may not be in the Victory Room that would like to do so into you. So while she's looking for it, again, it's, Cash App is so, S like Sam, O like Oscar, Raven, R, A, E as in Edward, V as in Victor, Y, N as in Nadine. So Raven is our Cash App. It's no pressure. It's just that the Lord has impressed upon you. This is a way that you can get the funds to her. Did you find your Venmo? Yeah, yeah, my Venmo. 
Uh, my Zelle is, well, you just have to put my phone number in. My Venmo is Raven Rob. So my first name, R A E V Y N, and the first three letters of my last name, Rob, R O B. Okay. And if you need her Zelle, um, why don't you reach out to me on uh, Messenger? Because I don't want to give her phone number out. Okay. On the on the forum. Who is this? Who is that? I might have. Who is that? It's Gloria. That Gloria. Oh, Gloria. No, Gloria. I'll, Gloria. I, I could text you, Gloria. I'll get your number from Didi and I'll text you. Okay. That's, okay. That's thank the you. First. Well, we're that's connected on Messenger too. Okay. Thank you. Oh, appreciate right. it. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. So, so All right. Bye bye. Michelle, are you still on the line? Um, uh, like your testimony this morning really hit. Okay. So this is what I want to say to you, Michelle. Yeah. I don't know. Some of y'all missed it. I don't know what your health situation is, but I want to pray for you this morning. I can, I, I can you. tell you, I'm just going to say it cause I haven't been able to say it. And, um, okay. I, and I've been, I've been a member with here for seven years since almost. The oh, beginning. I remember you. I re, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. you. you have I have, um, I have terminal brain cancer. Okay, mm. babe. Okay. Okay. And I've been dealing right. with it for four years now. So, well, since since I turned my fiftieth birthday, and so it's now just not a good situation. So, mm-hmm. but you know what? I've been through it before, and I came through it. And they told me I had a three percent chance, and I lived twelve years, and now I'm doing it again. So, wow. you know, I just wow. I just got to keep. I'm just I'm just pushing through. I, I'm not really this open about that. I'm always open about Maddie because she, you know, she's my baby and we always are. But I'm not usually that open with myself. But I gotta just get it out there. I need prayer. I need. I I can't. I don't want to leave. Okay. All right. So listen, we're gonna pray. Uh, I don't know what you're doing right now. Uh, not you, Matt. Uh, uh, Michelle. Um, those okay. that are on the line. I need your attention. I need your focus. If you're at work, I'm not talking to you. You're at you're at work, and unless you can escape to the bathroom right quick or the stairwell or something like that. Um, the Bible tells we are entitled to healing. Um, healing doesn't look the same as it does. Raven, um, bear with me because uh, this is a mm-hmm. it's a uh, yeah. All right. Okay. So healing doesn't look the same for everybody. God can heal us on this side, and God can heal us. On the other side, I don't know what God's plans are, but I know we have the right to pray for Michelle, and I, we have the right to expect that God um, will do what He promised to do. Um, the Word says that healing is the children's bread. What's bread? It's 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 a sustenance for life. Um, it's it's food for life, right? So, so healing is sustenance for us. It is it is something that is. Um, we can expect, just like God feeds us, make sure that we have our nutrients for throughout the day, several times a day or whatever it may be. He He made a way for us to also um, obtain healing. That's the that's the that's one scripture. Another scripture um, says that um, when Jesus and I'm paraphrasing, right? Uh, Jesus bore all of our sins and our uh, diseases on the cross. So not only did he forgive us of our sins, but he also healed us of all diseases. That's the word of God. Why am I giving these scriptures? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And if you're somebody on the line that is also dealing with an illness, um, you know, I'm not talking about a headache or my knee hurt or my hip hurt. I'm, you know, those that um, that's not my focus right now. Right. This woman has brain cancer and she does not sound like it. Her 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 testimony was not full of pity. 
It was not full of, um, you know, she's not an attention seeker. Uh, she's expressing um, something, and she was talking about her daughter, not even herself. And so, so we're going to pray um, and ask God to do what He does, right? Which is, um, which is to heal her, uh, which is to provide her with the resources that she needs, and to bless Maddie while she is away at school. So, Father, in the name of Jesus. You knew that this day and this time would come, January the 19th at 7.19 a.m. You knew this time would come. I thank you, Father, because you know all things. I thank you, Father, for your word. Hallelujah. Thank you that your word says that by your stripes, we were healed. Not going to be. We were healed by your stick. Ola lokrebedastika stitura stingere korai. Ayala lodo stura bai. Tetustura mandita sta. Taiki gut ustara lai. Tetana. Pura mandita sta. Tetustu stadanangita sta. By your stripes, Father. By your stripes. And I don't know what to pray. I don't know the words. So I thank you for the Holy Spirit that makes intercession for us, for me. For Michelle, for Maddie, every single thing that is needed. I thank you, God, that you supply every single need because that's who you are, Jehovah Jireh. So, as we end this prayer, not just for Michelle, but anybody else that may be facing a health crisis or um, mm-hmm. facing an, a, a situation where they need your immediate assistance. Thank you for giving us the wisdom. Thank you for giving them the wisdom. The wisdom will give them the direction. So thank you, God, that they change their prayer and they don't ask you for direction, but they ask you for wisdom, understanding, and the ability to execute the plans that you give them. So the instru- in Jesus' name we pray. So the instructions from the Lord are, um, whoever it is that's believing God for healing, even if you're believing God, uh, for a family member, you're standing in proxy for them. The instructions are to stand still and know the salvation of the Lord. The instructions are to spend quiet time so that you can hear the instructions of the Lord. We talk too much when we pray. It's not supposed to be a monologue. It is supposed to be a conversation. And when we use our spiritual language, that is when we are able to have a conversation with God based upon his language and what he says to us and what we say back to him in the spirit, right? But we can still pray without having a spiritual language. We can still pray. But it's important for us to take time to be quiet when we're praying so that we can hear the voice of God. This is the last thing I'll say. My sheep know my voice, a stranger's voice they will not answer. God bless you, Michelle.
We will Thank be lifting you, so you up and I praying, continuing so to pray for you. I appreciate you, you, babe, for being so strong. Listen, you a boss, baby. You hear me? Do you hear me? I think I'm boss. I'm trying to stay a boss, boss. too. Thank you. You a mama. You a boss, baby. You are a boss. I'm old. I don't know the acronym acronym for it. Raven can tell us, but I I just know it's good. I just know it's good. God bless you, Raven. I'm giving you back the call. Thank you. Okay, thank you. All right. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Michelle. Yeah, we love you, and we're definitely praying for you. Um, and whatever God has in store for your your future, your daughter's future, the fact that you just like care so much about her and her future, just and not even being selfish or you know whatever. But wow. Um, okay. So, does anybody else have anything you want to share or? Um, say or if you just want to say good morning um on the call the door is still open good morning good morning good morning real quick um is your um zell attached to your email as well um i think so let me look real quick Rochelle, i'll send it to you yeah you get it from tanya um i usually just type in my phone number because normally that's how I, i do zell um, it's the easiest way, but okay. yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll figure it. If it's an email, I know it's an email attached. I just can't tell you which email. Okay, um, no so worries. I'll let you guys know. Okay, anybody else want to share? Or um, we're almost good morning. Up here. We got a few more minutes. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Tracy. I just wanted to say that I'm so blessed, and this is the reason why I love Declare Victory, and I've been a part of this call for so many years. Just what took place on this call this morning. It just, it didn't only affect Michelle and like we're all connected, but I'm just so grateful because I got so much this morning that I needed that I didn't know that I need. Right. So I don't want to go bypass with the prayer that Tanya just said, but I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. And I love you guys. Love you too. Thank you so much. Anybody else have something they want to share or something you just want to say? Good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning. Yes. How are you? I'm doing okay. This is Jubilant. Um, Thank you, Hi. <laughs> I wasn't able to hear your whole message, but I mean, I heard you yesterday and part of today. But I just wanted to say I have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation and the message. I will be going back to listen to it. This is so apropos uh, for this time know where we're planting our seeds because God is expecting mm-hmm. a harvest, you know. Yeah. And if we don't know where to plant it, you know, if we're not examining how we're planting it, you know, then, you know, we have to give account for our our, our ties, our talents, you know, and, and our time. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's beautiful. So I'm going to listen back at it. But I, just want, I can't let you go without letting you know how powerful these two days have been. Thank you so much. She said something really good, y'all. She said we have to be held account we have to be held accountable for our time, our tithes, and our talent. That's so good. So what you devote yourself to, um you know, the money you give, right? And 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 then the and then your gifts or your talents that you share. Like that's amazing. We do 
have we are accountable uh, for those things. At the end of the day, that is um, essentially, in a nutshell, that is what God looks at us and examines um, those things. And it's very important that we always consider not only everything is not financial, but the the way we we give our time and the way we um, express you are expressive through our talents matters as well because it is through our giftings and our talents that sometimes is what draws people to God and what allows us the opportunity. Those are ways of planting, okay? Tithing is, is planting, okay? Um, using your talents and your gifting to, um, to, to share yourself in that space is a, a, a version of planting, um, as well as sowing or planting your time and devoting yourself to and committing yourself to, to, the, um, to the growth of people around you um, is very important and very valuable. So that was that was good. That was good. I love that. Anybody else want to share before we shut the show down? Hi, Raven. It's time. I know I already said um thank you, but I just wanted to just truly say thank you again. Um, just being able to witness on the line our beautiful sister that was able to be so transparent, authentic, and having our other sister just jump in. And I know it was corporate prayer. I know it wasn't just our sister, you know, solely. It was collectively. I'm just thankful for this platform. Um, And I just want you to know that Christina Joy, when she declared a little earlier, I don't know if you heard her, um, Mm -hmm. a couple days ago, right before you, she was so calm and just, it was something about her spirit that just kind of put me in a settled place. And you came Mm -hmm. along and you speak really fast, which I love because I'm a, super ball of energy so I'm absorbing it that's what I that's just me like you're me right (laughs) that's what I need but you're so deep with it so I just want to say thank you for placing me in the um the um the step of absorption I know we're talking about sewing and stuff but you know all the nutrients have to be absorbed and I just thank you because I just feel that you have saturated my spirit for the past couple of days. Wow. You truly have. And um, I'm just blessed to be, you know, one of the sisters on this line. And I, I feel the love. I feel the, the spirit of the, the almighty on this line. And I feel it in you. And again, um, thank you for the absorption and saturation that I'm able to receive through your obedience, um, sis. I love you. Thank I appreciate you. So much. you I love you too. Thank you so much. Thank you for real. Anybody else have something they want to share? We are one minute down. Going once. Going twice. I hear somebody breathing. Go ahead. <laughs> Maybe they changed their mind. It was breathing. So I thought they were going to say something. All right. Going, going out. Y'all have a blessed rest of your day. It was a pleasure sharing with you guys. Um, it, uh-oh, you trying to say something? Maybe they actually, oh, good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. You know, the best part of the call is listening to the declaration and being able to share the information with my kids who are not on the call. Um, I was listening to your declaration yesterday and about, you know, people leaving your life and sometimes you just, you know, you just so I, I'm a people chaser. Well, I used to be a people chaser mm. and a people pleaser, like 100% to the max. This is overkill. And um, and I wasn't, it was a trip because I wasn't satisfied to everybody else was satisfied with whatever they needed 
or whatever they wanted. I was I was like the fixer, mm-hmm. and my pastor would call me Costco. If you need anything, you know, call Ruth. She she like Costco. <laughs> and so <laughs> when he didn't know whether it was legal or illegal, I would get it for you. You could call me for absolutely anything, and I could help you with it because I know a lot of people on both sides of the fence. The bottom line is, um, so every my experience, my life experiences, all my challenges and everything that I've gone through, I get to share with my kids. And mm-hmm. even with the declarations, mm-hmm. and when you were talking, I text my daughter and I said, get on the call. This is just what we were talking about. And so she's going through some things, um, losing people, um, you know, well, not losing people, I shouldn't say losing she had only two friends, and for some reason, whatever happened, they both kind of like um, went to the left the beginning of this mm-hmm. year. And I told her, I said, you know what? I said, but she's she, she just like me. You know, she wants to see everybody happy. She's a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. She, wanted, she was like, oh, my best friend. Everybody was her best friend. And so mm-hmm. now she's at the place where she's, you know, kind of alone by herself, and she's calling me more, and, you know, she wants to take me out to breakfast this morning. But I said, do you know, I went through that all my life, being a people pleaser, trying to, you know, just everybody was my best friend. And I remember my ex-husband would always say, why are you bringing all your coworkers home? They're not your friends. Mm-hmm. Everybody is not your friend. Mm-hmm. And so I see that in my kids, you know. And so and now um, I have to, <laughs> like, re, you know, like reprogram them and, and talk to them and, and, and you know, and, and let them know, listen, you know, when people leave your life, it's 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 it, it, it's not a bad thing. It could be a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they're not leveling leveling up where you are, then it's time for them to go. And it's gonna take her yeah. some time to understand that because one friend she mm-hmm. had had for years and years. You know, since they mm-hmm. were kids, she's just 20. She'll be 21 in March, and it hurt her so bad. She was like, "Mom, I can't believe she said that. She gonna love me from a distance, and you know all this stuff." And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm listening to her, and I'm like, "Girl, I went through all that." Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. it a hundred times. And so I, I, um, I pray that she's listening this morning because I did give her the number. Um, but, and I want to say, so the seeds that I feel that like I've planted in my kids is for, uh, is, is forgiveness, you know, um, uh, you know, being self-sufficient and, you know, um, just being able to do things on your own and, and, and not suffer from loneliness because I think that's what I suffer from. And I was married. Mm-hmm. I still suffer from that. But I'm um, mm-hmm. I'm just glad to 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 be listening to these the um, the, the declarations, the planting seeds, and you know um, all that stuff. Just it's just good ground here. And so so the the thing that I was trying to say at the beginning, everything that I'm learning from this call, I get, although my kids are not on this call, I get to share it with them. So I am mm-hmm. blessed. Thank you for the declaration. I am honored to be on this call. Like I always say, I'm a lifer. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I'll say this and then we'll go ahead and depart. Um, I've, I've experienced in my life some similar things where, you know, I've, I've created or built bonds with people and then they, they go. And sometimes you have to, um, you grow and then you go, right? When you grow and you decide um, that this is not working out for me or I grow and I feel that, um, or you, I grow, and then you feel like you can't c- keep up with with my level of growth. And sometimes it is good that we go because there are lessons to be learned on both parties' behalf, even in departures. Departures don't have to always be hard; they can be good departures. We can agree to depart, 
Um, and so I want to say that, that it, it, for your daughter to understand that um, sometimes relationships and bonds are very seasonal. Every relationship, even long-term relationships can sometimes be seasonal. They're not always lifetime bonds. And those that you do um, suffer with through a lifetime should be the ones that you cherish the most um, because they have weathered through seasons. And so when you're a tree and you're planted, like we talked about yesterday, when you have them good roots, you'll weather through any season, whether the other trees around you died, um, whether they got plucked up, um, whether the weather destroyed them and you're still standing says a lot about who you are. So she has another opportunity. There's millions of people out there to, to develop bonds with, but moving forward, consider where she's planting her seeds. Consider, is this person worth me planting my seeds in? Are they worth me connecting with and building bonds with? Um, because I want to be able to not just deposit, I want to be able to withdraw from them and receive from them as well. All relationships shouldn't be where you give, 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 and get nothing, because then you're drained, and then, yeah, you absolutely can end up battling those feelings of loneliness and you have separation anxiety and things like that, but things happen. We don't always have, all of our relationships may not last a lifespan, um, and if, in fact, you think about the relationships that Jesus built uh, with his disciples, all of them were not there in the end. Some of them were gone. Judas was one that betrayed him, right? And so, and betrayed him for a little bit of money, right? And then in the end, look what happened. He goes into history book as a betrayer. So, um, but at the end, that didn't stop Jesus from being God. See how that works? So um, I wanted to just say that. And now we're going to go ahead and close the call. It was great talking with Praise you guys today. It was great, Chuck. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm sorry. Um, Dr. Dion um, talked about a book, a book called Codependent. Um, maybe she would like to get that for her and her daughter and read up on that. That sounds like something that they would need because of them. Um, yeah, but it's called codependent. I hope she heard that. Maybe she's still on the line. If she no, didn't, maybe I heard in that. The declare, you did? Okay. Yeah, um, who, who, yeah, put in the declare victory. Who was the author? Because I've been told several times, and Dion, I think she told me this too, she said Ruth is codependent. Uh, you know, that's what it is, and that's what I, I see in my daughter. Uh, same thing. I was like, dang. So, oh, she just like So me. you may want to, well, you may want to. It's, it's, already, you it's may, already in the uh, room. I have okay. posted it in Thanks. the room already. Dion has um, suggested that it's called the 12 Steps to um, to Codependency. You have been muted to unmute Okay, so real quick, Raven has to Raven has to go. So um, it is so you guys. That, thank you, Cynthia, for giving offering that suggestion. That's great, and Ruth for you being in a position to receive what she's um, what she said. And it is posted in the um, Victory Room. Rochelle just texted me. It is posted in the Victory Room. So you can find that book, anybody who's looking for it. And Raven, one, one more thing before you go. I don't know. You may have said what your Venmo is. I know you were looking for it. But I just want to make sure that people have access so they can be able to oh, Okay. Um, yeah, I did share it. Let me say it again. It okay. is Raven Rob. So my first name Raven, R-A-E-V-Y-N. In the first three letters of my last name, which is Robinson, so it's just Raven Rob R O B Raven Rob. All good, Dee Dee. All good. Oh, she. 
Okay. Bye, All everybody. Right. Well, bye, y'all. <laughs> Have a good day. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye, everybody.